it's a fresh start and everybody's looking for you know how to best position their portfolio to 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 benefit from uh, a potential rebound or uh find that find those sectors that's going to help them outperform the stock market this year On this episode of Early Bird, Charles Chi, CEO and founder of Stockpick. Charles joins the podcast today to talk about his favorite stock market sectors for 2023, including a look at the current backdrop of the market and why he likes certain sectors this year. If you're an investor looking to stay on top of the latest market trends, then you're listening to the right podcast. This is Early Bird, and I'm your host, Stephen Lerner. Before we get to today's discussion, let me tell you how you can save time and beat the market through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter featuring commentary about the latest trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and equity crowdfunding. Early Bird is designed to help individual and non-professional investors stay on top of all of the critical investing trends. The newsletter is 100% free and is sent to your email box each weekday morning. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, today's discussion. All right, Charles, welcome to the Early Bird Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. How are you doing, Charles? I'm good. Thank you, Stephen, for having me here. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We're going to be talking about the sectors in the stock market for 2023, this brand new year. Um, some of your favorite sectors and some of the other sectors that might be challenging we'll discuss as well. Uh, but before we do that, Charles, tell the audience a little bit about yourself, about your background. Um, what's a good 30-second uh, Reader's Digest version of your biography, Charles? Sure, sure. My, um, my background, uh, I, I spent over 11 years at a uh, top Canadian investment bank, CIBC Capital Markets, where uh, I took on uh, a few different roles. And uh, towards the end of my career there, I was an executive director in quantitative investment strategies focused on equity, so stocks, uh, helping institutional investors uh, manage their assets. I managed over a billion dollars assets in quantitative uh, equity investment strategies. I'm a chartered financial analyst and um, I, um, I I left my corporate career to to start Stockpick to uh, to be able to be more helpful to retail investors directly. Mm. Stockpick looks like an incredible app with uh, video content all about different investments. Um, Real quick, Charles, how can our listeners find that app, Stock? Yes, Stock Pick Investing Videos is available on the App Store and on Google Play. Cool, uh, definitely look it up. It's a fantastic video app just launched. Um, Charles, here we are, brand new year, twenty twenty three. Um, investors are excited to turn things around. What, what are some? What is, I guess, your favorite sector? If you could pick one. Um, here as we're as we're starting this new year 2023 yeah uh that's a great question and um uh so last year has been a, a challenging year yeah. uh so and it's a it's a fresh start and everybody's looking for you know how to best position their portfolio to 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 benefit from uh, a potential rebound or uh find that 
find those sectors that's going to help them outperform the stock market this year. Um, before we dive into specific uh, sectors, uh, I, I'd like to mention a couple of things that sort of underpin my reasoning for selecting the few sectors that I think will likely outperform this year. So inflation is still top of mind. It's the thing overhanging uh, everything above the market. And um, in a high inflation environment, uh, I tend to prefer value stocks overgrowth. Um, and that leads to my, uh, my, my picks in terms of the few sectors that I'm more interested in, but a bit more reasoning on why I prefer value. Um, it's high inflation typically attracts higher interest rates. That's a response from central banks to, to, to tame inflation. And with higher interest rates, growth stocks uh, you know, with higher multiples, with more of their earnings projected in, in the faraway future, discounting back at a higher uh, interest rate, they are just um, not as attractive in a low interest rate, zero interest rate environment that we had for part of the um, uh, part part of from like 2010 to, to 2020, when we had a sustained period of low interest rates. So given this told in style that uh, prefer value over growth, I tend to like a couple of sectors, including financials, uh, industrials, and the materials sectors. So maybe I'll talk about uh, a little bit about each uh, to start. Sure. I, I think that's a pretty good thesis. Uh, that's a pretty good idea of the pulse of the market here in 2023 about inflation and those higher interest rates that we're facing now. So it's definitely a good understanding of the backdrop we're in. So let's go into those sectors and we can start with uh, financials if, if you'd like. Sure. Yes. So for financial stocks, um, so banking is, is, uh, is quite heavy in terms of weight within financial sector. And then banks, they do well with higher interest rates. Although the interest, the shape of the interest rate curve matter too. Uh, banks typically prefer steep interest rate curve. To put that in plain language, banks prefer to take in deposit at uh, lower rates, uh, short-term lower rates, and then lend them out uh, at higher interest rates for a longer period of time. So, so they prefer short-term rates to be lower than longer-term rates. So, which is not the case right now. So that's why financial stocks. We're still down quite a bit last year, mm -hmm. but just the higher interest rates in general can improve their uh, can improve their bottom line, and a lot of financial stocks are trading at very very reasonable multiples right now. And as investors look for companies with good valuation uh, to buy, financial stocks do uh, do look like an attractive uh, choice. Given their good earnings potential, they uh, they can potentially do well in this environment from earnings perspective and their attractive valuation. So that's my first pick in terms of sector. I think it's a great pick. I think uh, financials. A lot of investors are starting to gravitate towards those, especially those who prefer value stocks. Um, your, your next sector, I believe, it was industrials, correct? Yes, in industrials. Um, so looking at specifically like within industrials, how uh, 
because the sectors are defined by uh, some standard setters or like uh, industry organizations. So uh, industrials includes a whole bunch of different things, including like defense, transportation, like heavy machinery. Um, so what's interesting about uh, industrials, they're very tied to, first of all, the real economy, which is still during, uh, it, which is still doing reasonably okay uh compared to compared to the the um the digital economy so um so which benefits benefits them and a lot of these companies are able to pass on higher prices to their to their uh to their customers and i would like to mention defense is a large part of uh has quite large weight in the industrial sector uh that's an interesting uh, area as well you know with the, with the situation in ukraine a lot of uh, countries are are likely to increase their their spending on defense which will further benefit uh this subsector within industrials you're absolutely right i think that's definitely an area of growth and a big reason why we could see industrials grow in 2023 especially after a year where it's been uh, kind of tough for some of these stocks um, I believe your last choice in terms of a favorable sector was materials, correct? Correct. Yes. So the material sector includes uh, a, a number of different types of companies, but uh, two types stand out there, chemical companies and uh, miners. So in a high inflation environment, if, uh, if this persists, the miners will benefit because uh, they produce the raw materials that goes into uh, the economy to underpin all sorts of products, whether that's copper or, or zinc or, 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 or gold uh, or silver. So, um, so with higher inflation, commodity prices will likely to continue to, to outperform as they have uh, in the past year, which would benefit uh, commodities producers uh, which is part of a lot of them, part of the material sector and chemical companies as well. They're uh, it's a bit easier for them to pass on higher prices to their customers than uh, some other companies that are more directly customer facing and consumer facing. So I I do see they had this sector had great performance in 2019, 2020, 2021 uh, each year with over 20% return in terms of stocks within mm -hmm. uh, the sector. Uh, last year is a, a little bit of a, a dip, but I, I, I think they can resume strong performance in terms of uh, equity performance. Good insights. When we return, we'll hear from Charles about stock sectors to avoid in 2023 and his advice for investors. But first... Let me tell you or you can become a more informed investor through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter. Early Bird has commentary on the latest events and trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and crowdfunding. With Early Bird's daily weekday email, investors can quickly stay on top of the trends and beat the market. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now... Back to today's discussion. So, Charles, today we're talking about the stock market in 2023. Uh, you've done a great job so far talking about some of the sectors that you uh, 
uh, think are ready to roll this year and giving us the backdrop of some of the economic challenges in the market. Um, I want to sort of change the path a little bit and talk about some of those stock sectors that may still have challenges in 2023. Um, what, what are some of the sectors that you think are, are poised to be in a pretty rough spot for 2023? I think, um, so if we take a step back, so what were the sectors that really outperformed um before the bear market, it was uh, basically anything technology or technology related. So I would uh, I would uh, include comp- uh, the technology sector, the consumer discretionary sector, which has since changed quite a bit. It used to be about uh, you know companies making products that um, consumers buy uh, that are not necessities, but since the addition of Amazon and Tesla into uh, that sector, they now together represent about 40% of the sector. And then they trade more like technology stocks with high multiple and um, uh, uh, depend significantly on on growth. The communication sector uh, is also likely to 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 see challenges this year uh, again uh they're no longer the sleepy sort of um uh telecom or or traditional communication companies that that we think about so since the addition of meta and google into the sector now uh the more technology focused part of the communication sector including meta google they account for over 40% of the sector so technology consumer discretionary and communication sectors will likely to still face challenges from a stock performance perspective uh, because of uh, their association with uh, with with high growth uh, investing style which uh, which which will still be under pressure this year, given given the higher interest, given the high interest rate, and uh, and and I think people will will more and more shift their focus to to value this year. It's an interesting um, approach that you have there, the value over growth. Certainly, uh, the, a lot of those tech stocks um, have been beaten up in twenty twenty two, and as the year ended, uh, several of them in the tech and communication sector announced layoffs, cutting down their their uh, staff concerned about economic headwinds for sure. Um, I want to play devil's advocate for a second about the tech sector in 2023. There are some analysts who say that um, the tech sector is already is ready for a comeback. Um, a lot of the damage is already priced in. There have been some analysts who say that next year there could be a lot of high growth IPOs on the way in tech, certainly more than in 2023. Um, so what do you think about those people that say that big tech is ready for a comeback this year in 2023? I think in terms of their um, earnings or their fundamental performance, they may be ready for a comeback because a lot of these companies, it's different from uh, the dot-com <laughs> age. Many of these tech mega caps are solid, solid businesses, and then they, they can uh, they can produce uh, very good fundamentals 
this year. But from an investor philosophy perspective, it takes uh, a bit of time to for for investors to to be bullish on a a sector that took such a, a big hit uh, last year again this year. And um, these the rotation in in investing style uh, can be can be quite quite long. For example, growth outperformance over value from uh from 2017 even a bit earlier than that to 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 uh to the early parts of 2021 that's that's a few years that's a few years so uh i i tend to think this rotation into value which already seen last year in 2022 the russell 1000 value index outperformed the growth index by 20 percent. so that's a significant outperformance last year I, I i think this will tend to continue i think this can continue for a couple of years so so uh, i agree with you uh, there can be a big comeback in terms of their fundamental performance their earnings their revenue growth but in terms of stock performance i think uh the relative performance to to the market that that's going to take some time mm. overall 2023 it looks like charles we might be uh heading to a recession um, is this something that investors should consider when they're making picks this year? Um, the fact that there's a, a good chance, at least according to experts, that uh, the market could be in turmoil for the full year? So, so yes. So, um, so, the, so with that, uh, a big consideration, uh, investors should, should consider adding to their defensive uh, sector uh, holdings, which are, you know, the traditional utility, healthcare, and um, and um, um, consumer staples. But these sectors already performed so well mm. last year. So it's it's unclear whether their, their, uh, their relative performance to the broad markets anywhere between plus 15% to, to, to 20%. So it's unclear whether uh, this, kind of outperformance can continue. So I, I think the sectors that I've mentioned at the beginning, uh, financials, industrials, and uh, materials, they have, uh, there's very good reason for them to, 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 to outperform the broader market this year. Makes sense. Um, Charles, you know, we're not financial advisors. I always tell people speak to financial advisors for their, their making stock picks, but overall 2023 new year, what is what are the big what's the biggest piece of advice that you could offer retail investors especially those who are new to the market this year what what is the single most important advice that you uh, might suggest for those investors my suggestion would be um to not to try the, uh, to to not to try to time the market because um i'll, I'll point out one interesting stat so looking at the past 30 years, the 10 biggest single day gains of the S&P 500 index, uh, they were all either during the bear market or within 15 days after bear market ended. So, so there's significant risk to try to time the market. A better way is just to, uh, to, to, to tilt your, your portfolio, uh, Oh, keeping your overall asset class allocation, uh, but just toting your, toting your, for example, equity allocation slightly to express your view on, on the, on the upcoming, 
uh, on this year and on the, on the on future uh, future years. So that will be my biggest advice to not to try to time uh, the market too much with asset allocation decisions. Great advice. It's not about timing the market, it's time in the market. I think that's the old saying for that. Uh, Charles Chi, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, the, the early bird podcast today to talk about the stock market sectors for 2023, the ones you like, the ones, and as well as the ones you think that it might be challenging. Uh, before we wrap up the podcast, Charles, I just have one final question, and it's the most important question for today's discussion. Uh, that question for you is, um, what is your favorite time of the day and why? <laughs> that is uh that is a great question uh my f- favorite time of the day is um is is in the in the morning to uh, i get my daughter ready to to uh get her ready for for uh to drop her off at uh at uh, junior kindergarten it's uh it's it's quality time spent with with family so that's my uh favorite time of the day and I, I in the meantime I, I get to uh, you know think a bit about what I need to do today finalize sort of my my uh, my 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 plans my to dos and think about how I approach you know the market the business environment so I just get a lot done and uh, and uh, a lot um, uh, get to enjoy the time with family as well in the morning mornings are great you are a morning person it sounds like that's awesome. Thank you again to Charles Chi for sharing your insights on stock sectors. And thank you to everyone for listening to today's discussion. We'll be back next week for another episode of Early Bird. Have a great day.